0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Perhaps people just aren't listening to the clamor of those of us who are tired of what the year 2020 is doing to us, so I suppose it will have to be repeated especially to the archaeologists digging in the vast ancient burial ground in Egypt known as Saqqara. Recently, they've discovered, about 40 feet underground, a large number of wooden coffins, all so well-preserved that some of the paint on the outside is still intact, in spite of the fact that they're 2,500 years old. Initial analysis show that the seals on the coffins remain intact, meaning whatever's inside of them hasn't been seen by the outside world, in two and a half millennium. And for right now, it probably needs to stay that way.
1: <laughs> I would not want to be the person standing there to Cliff. No. Cracking no. the seal on that. I'm gonna no, say that just, right now.
0: Just dig up that movie The Mummy from nineteen ninety nine
1: and just look at all the bad things that could possibly happen. That's all you need to know. Speaking yeah. of bad things, Cliff. Uh oh. <laughs> it was on this date. I'll yeah. never forget this date. 9-9, nine, nine, September 9th. Okay. That's when it all went south, Cliff. What's that? Well, I actually had a girlfriend at that time. And, Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. yeah.
0: Whoa. <laughs> kind of
1: shocking right off the bat, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well,
1: yeah, but? Well, this is the date, Cliff, that um, yeah. we went out on another date, yeah. which I was ecstatic about, and she looked in my eyes and said, mm-hmm. You know... Weed, I don't know what I'd do without you, but I'm going to give it a try starting right now. (laughs) How can you ever forget that date, Cliff? Nine, nine. Oh, you laugh. (laughs) There was no laughter (laughs) coming from me. I'm sure there was. (laughs) Since you have one of these, Cliff, I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. Do you think that uh, your dog is a good actor?
0: oh yeah <laughs> yes you believe and i don't know if he's if he's if he's like acting like playing a role you know like say a you know jack nicholson kind of a thing or if he just has his emotions out where he he's very good at letting his body language and the look on his face tell you what he's feeling <laughs>
1: Well, your dog seems the, to be normal. He's the
0: biggest. He's the biggest powder I've ever seen in my life.
1: Well, that's what the experts are saying, Cliff. That yeah. dogs are extremely good actors, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they pretend to be in pain just to get your sympathy.
0: Yes. He he. If you get him up and he doesn't want to get up, he limps like the dickens. But if I'm gonna lead him down the hallway with a treat in my hand. Well, he's as spry as he could possibly be. How could I be in pain now?
1: (laughs) So it's true then.
0: It's absolutely true.
1: Now, I'm thinking your cats, they just sit quietly around your house most of the time, hoping that you are in pain. I believe that's exactly right. (laughs) I think it is too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We did certainly not the first time this story has come up, although it's the first time this story has come up in Iceland. Only about 360,000 people live on that island that straddles the Arctic Circle. And aside from the two massive glaciers there, people live their lives just as most people do around the world, working, raising their children and getting food at the supermarket, which in Iceland is ironically called Iceland. (laughs) And a woman named Lynn McCabe there went to one of the locations of the Iceland grocery store recently and on the shopping trip decided to buy some frozen chicken nuggets for her four-year-old daughter. And yes, apparently the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast reaches the Arctic Circle because when McCabe pulled out the bag of chicken nuggets, her hand also ended up covered in human poop. Store personnel were quick to make, uh, well, they could make no determination as to how the poop got in the frozen food section, but they were quick to apologize and help her clean up and gave her a gift as compensation for her troubles. The woman, for having to put her hand in human poop in the grocery store, received a bag of Lindor chocolate balls.
1: (laughs) You made that up.
0: No, I'm totally serious.
1: (laughs) They gave her chocolate.
0: They gave her chocolate for a poop issue. Yeah.
1: I love that echo, though, Cliff. I really like that (laughs) echo there in your lounge when you say that.
0: (laughs) It's like, you know. I, ra- I raised my voice, and then the echo hits. So maybe I'll try to feature it more often.
1: The just-in-time-for-breakfast? No, don't feature yeah. that more yeah. often. No, no. <laughs> this morning I get to work, and I saw this story pop yeah. up, and it says a okay. new study out finds mm-hmm. that men who move their bodies a certain way on the dance floor yeah. are more likely to attract women with those moves <laughs> okay now i want every guy to be listening right now to be very careful with this because okay this is the cautionary tale of this i understand the premise of this but many years ago cliff i was in evansville at a nightclub yeah. that was really hot okay. it was over by washington square mall
0: oh yeah i know the one
1: Uh huh, and it yeah. was a, a happening hmm. place but at times in a dance hall there's no one on the floor. It just kind of works out that way. Everybody kind of takes a break at the yeah. same time.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, they do.
1: They go to the bar and get a drink or whatever. Yeah. You know,
0: it's absolutely normal. Uh, a normal occurrence. Yeah.
1: I'm standing there with three friends years ago, Yeah. and five girls come walking in, and there's always the lead yeah. girl in the pack. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: no, I know what you're saying, yeah.
1: And she eyeballed me and went straight for me and said, come on, okay. boss, let's go. That was her words. Come on, boss. Let's go. (laughs) So we're the only two on the dance floor. All righty. Now that's not really my wheelhouse. All the attention of everybody (laughs) in there, as you well know, Cliff. Oh yeah. You get self-conscious really quick, really quick. But this one night, Cliff, I thought, you know what? I'm putting it all out there. I'm putting Mm -hmm. all of my moves out there at one time. And I put it all out there, Cliff. Yeah. And this song wasn't halfway through, and this yeah. girl broke out laughing, walked off of the dance floor, left me up there, grabbed her yeah. girls that she was with, and they left the entire building.
0: <laughs> they just left.
1: That's the <laughs> cautionary tale. You can't put it all out there, Cliff, because people can't keep up with you. And they realize that, and they start laughing because, you know, it's embarrassing for them, <laughs> wait, wait, and they leave on. the place with oh, their oh, friends. Oh, hold on. Oh. So there's the caution. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I don't, I don't think the problem that you had was as much as uh, th- that they were, I don't know, felt outclassed by your dancing.
1: I think that's it.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that was it at all. <laughs> I think your dancing was just so bad that they were embarrassed to be seen with you. And that's why they left the building completely to save face.
1: No, that's not the way I've been taking this all these years. <laughs> I,
0: the, I believe you misinterpreted the actions of the ladies that you were with that evening. Wouldn't be the first time you've misinterpreted actions of ladies.
1: (laughs) Well, now you're making me feel bad, Cliff. I felt good about myself all these years, and that's why I don't dance now, because, you know, I don't want that to happen again. You you didn't want to put anybody to shame. No. I
0: think the only people going to shame for your dancing is you.
1: (laughs) So it wasn't her, it was me. It was you, yeah. Crapola. Okay, here's Brothers <laughs> Osborne. When all of us have our reasons, most of us, Cliff, have the same reason that we want this pandemic gone, gone because yeah. we're quite scared of what could happen to us. Agreed. I have another reason I want this thing to be gone. <laughs> There's another reason besides that? I have one anyway, Cliff. Okay, what is it? Well, it seems that uh, because of this pandemic, all of us yeah. here in the United States are starting to eat healthier and healthier <laughs> While we're uh, trying to struggle through this, instead of going out and getting fast foods and stuff, we're preparing at home and trying to eat better and better, and I want no part of that. I want this (laughs) pandemic over with. I don't want it to come to that cliff that I'm sitting there eating, I don't know, name something healthy. A salad. A salad. I don't want want the pandemic to turn me into a salad eater. (laughs) Oh, kale. You ever had kale?
0: I can't say that I have, actually, but I've seen it in the store. It doesn't look all that appetizing.
1: Oh, no, other things. Oh, I can't even think of them now. Well, they're well, green, but there's good. a lot of things that are green.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh you mean like Brussels sprouts? That's or, it. Oh. You know. <laughs> See, those are just nasty. I mean, I, I like a good, uh, like a cauliflower, which is white, or the, uh, oh, there's a, something that's green that's very similar to that. The name is escaping me. But Brussels sprouts are just gross. (laughs) You eat broccoli? Broccoli, yeah. Broccoli is actually pretty good if you season it correctly and you cook it properly. But there's no way to do that and recover for Brussels sprouts. You know what's good?
1: They're just gross. You know what's good? You don't have to season or do nothing, just cook it? What's that? Bacon. You don't have to mess with it, Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) That's because somebody
0: else has already messed with it.
1: (laughs) I like my food pre-messed with, I'm just saying. I know, I know. I know all of our friends that are texting in, Cliff. I know they're being very kind and very nice. Yeah, they're texting in, wanting me to try different kinds of salads, like yeah. a spinach salad and yep, and a Brussels sprouts that are <laughs> sautéed with balsamic glaze. I don't even know what balsamic glaze is. Yeah, I prefer my glaze on donuts, Cliff. That's <laughs> where I want my glaze.
0: And you know, some of those names of people who are texting in those those dudes look like they would be the last people who would eat brussels sprouts is that true like i mean i don't know i mean some of those and some of the conversations that you have with those people are like uh they're steak and potatoes guys and now they want you to try brussels sprouts
1: (sighs) i don't even (laughs) balsamic (laughs) glaze is i have no clue what that is if there was a test i had to write that down what that actually means I couldn't I, win I, that for a million dollars. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. If you can put it on a donut, I'll try that. Can you balsamic glaze you, a donut?
0: I, I don't think you can put it on a donut. Oh,
1: okay, Cliff. I want to. I don't want to make this a so lighthearted thing here about uh, you know not appreciation, not appreciating the help coming in on text message. That's not yeah. what I'm trying to go for. No. But uh, I just don't want. When my day comes, I don't want somebody on my tombstone to write down there, he went out with a salad. I don't want that on there, Cliff. Not, not that I think anybody's going to do that, right. but if they feel like they have to, I wanted to say he went out with a steak in his mouth, clutching a baked potato in his right hand. That's the what I want on there, Cliff. With ba- with top with cheese and bacon bits. Sour cream and butter. There you go. He went out
0: happy. <laughs> we police are still piecing together the clues, but could say their investig investigation could end up being one of the things that your mother warned you about. Ted Wayman is a reporter for WCBBETB in Boston, and was covering a story in town over the weekend when he was attacked. Authorities say he was standing in Copley Square, getting ready to go on the air Sunday night, when a man approached him with a weapon and stabbed him in the arms. He'll be fine. Police now have an unidentified man in custody after allegedly having the TV reporter attacked by stabbing him with a pair of scissors. No word yet on whether or not the suspect is running with scissors during the alleged
1: assault. I don't know if I would ever be all right, Cliff, if I was out somewhere and someone stabbed me with anything. I mean, I would always I mean, think about that you Agreed. You for the rest of your life. Scientists, Cliff, are warning us... Who isn't warning us this year, but they're <laughs> warning us that the planet Earth is on yeah. the cusp of several disasters. Really? Uh, yes. No. Yes. The word cusp, though, is very interesting to me. I was going to
0: say, the way you said that, it made me think that uh, we were going to actually talk more about the word cusp.
1: Yes. <laughs> you see, cusp is never a, a good word to use in a news story, I don't think.
0: I try not to, actually, as I write stories, to use the word
1: cusp. Have you ever been tempted to throw in a cusp or two, Cliff, during a news update? (laughs) A cusp
0: word or two, but not a cusp.
1: Yes. Well, I don't think I've ever heard the word cusp used when it wasn't something bad that follows. Have you?
0: It's like No, it's like whoever the writers are, they save the word cusp for bad things.
1: So maybe on a news update, you could throw in a cusp or two once in a while. Well, it's going to be some a bad story. It's going to be a story about something bad. There's very few good stories anymore.
0: You could throw in a, a cusp. Got a point there. <laughs> okay, I'll put that on my list over here of words to use. Yes. Okay? Yes. Right next to the list of words not to use. <laughs> Hope I don't get them mixed up.
1: <laughs> Phyllis may have one of the phrases of the day this morning, Cliff. Well, really, what's would she say? Well, she sent us a text message, and she says, your new voicemail could put you guys <laughs> on the cusp of disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been wanting a way to use that word, Cliff. Yeah, we've that been might wanting very well be it. On the cusp of disaster. Well, Cliff, you mentioned it. I mentioned it. We talked about it, the and Cliff Anytime phone line. Yeah. Although I think it would be cute if we called it the, you know, Anytime phone Phone line, but that's okay. <laughs> any time? Any time phone line, so it would rhyme, but that's okay. <laughs> we got our very first call. Now, I don't know what the quality is going to sound like. we got to tweak a little bit with it. Okay. All right. But I'm going to give it to you here. Here we go. Okay. Hi, guys. Hey, uh since I'm driving this big rig and I can't do any texting, I just thought I'd try your line. I just want to say thank you for the Alan Jackson song and carry on, man. Actually, I thought you'd mess with it, but. No, we're not messing with you. It really is. When you call that number, you <laughs> yeah, can get a voice message. Happens. Yes,
0: and that is. See, and that's that's the thing that I think people we haven't really thought about. You can't text with your when you're driving, but you can uh, you can call us if you have a
1: hands free device. That's what that's what this'll do. It's time now for take it to the bank. Okay. His name was Almer Stillwell Mike, Monroney. And he was a Senator from Oklahoma and back in 1958, he passed a law in the United States that mandates the disclosure of the equipment and the pricing information on every new automobile or vehicle of any kind sold in the United States. We call it the sticker price. It's actually the Monroney sticker. Yes. And it is required to be on the side window or the front windshield of every vehicle in this country (laughs) that's sold and can only be removed by the consumer. And there's there's a a certain specific space where it has to go. That's exactly right. And there's like inches, there's a fine of a thousand dollars per vehicle for each (laughs) offense, if that sticker is missing and there's other fees and penalties that are authorized if the sticker is altered illegally, including imprisonment. Yes, the Monroney sticker. So if you've ever been to a new car lot, you've seen it there. Yeah. And all the information that's on there about the price and fuel economy and all of that plays right along with that. Did you know that, Cliff? I think you did, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Anybody who works at Toyota knows what a Monroney sticker is. And I'd spend a little time there. Oh, that's right. You had, didn't you? Yeah. By the way, we had spoken earlier about our Any Timeline. Yes. What better use of the Weed and Cliff Any Timeline than to call right now to complain about the lack of entertainment during this segment of Take It to the no, Bank? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no
1: no, <laughs> no, 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 Let's not get that firestorm going. <laughs> well, Cliff, was anything said today? Praises of the day start with number three.
0: Misinterpreted the actions of ladies. Number two. They gave her chocolate for a poop issue. Always going to be number two. That's always going to happen. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Your new voicemail could put you on the cusp of disaster. (laughs) It's entirely possible, actually. I kind of like it, though, Cliff. I do. And we got to use the word cusp. (laughs) Well, yeah, we threw that in there for free, didn't we?